0: Hello, hello, hello! This is Tooth Be Toad. This is Doctor Walteraka
1: and Doctor Will Cradock, As always, how are you guys doing?
0: Yeah, it's man. Fine uh, weekend. That's right. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, so, you, one last weekend, you weren't available to uh, join us again. again I think uh, I don't want to blame. Not. I don't want to blame two having two kids, but this is why I try to tell you not to have two kids. <laughs> 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 and 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 it's funny because we had um, Doctor Rosa on, and she has five kids. And I'm to this day don't know how she did it. And she went to dental school. If if, if you want to go back and listen to that episode last week, it was an excellent episode. Uh, but I'm to this day the only thing I got out of it really was she's a wonderful person. She went through a lot, <laughs> and she has five kids. But really, it's the five kids apart. Yes. Yeah, that's the part God, that God bless her. That's uh, the,
1: I'm telling you. <laughs> She she must not need sleep, <laughs> right? Because I only have two in diapers and I did none. So
0: yo and and the fact that she actually went through dental school with these five kids. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, got, I got to give her a, a, a salute to that one. I know that's uh, right. Lord knows that's hard.
0: <laughs> anyway, so man, what's going on? How was your weekend,
1: man? Uh, well, if you can call it the weekend, I, I've, I've had uh, about one. I would say about 16 hours off. Uh, my I have some family come in this weekend, and though I was very happy to see them, you know, they had some dental needs, so I had to work a little overtime this weekend. So uh, I just got done putting down a, a drill uh, for the week, and I'm about to pick one up tomorrow. So yay! So Industry.
0: let me ask you a question: <laughs> What's worse, working on people you don't know or people you know?
1: Oh, obviously it's people you know.
0: It's it's uh, the worst,
1: especially family, because I mean they're going to tell you. I, I should say everything that you, you've done. They're gonna, they're going to downplay it going into it. But then while they're in the, the treatment, they're gonna feel very comfortable with letting you know every little thing that's going through their head. And so where a patient may keep something to themselves, family will not.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> That's why I refuse to. I mean, like, I. It's funny. I, I'm working on my mom on a few things, and and every single time I'm like, oh God. And you have to be extra, right? You have to be extra. Like, oh, are you okay? Everything good? Are you? Do you have any pain? And it's always the same thing. They never listen to anything you tell them to do. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it doesn't and, change. You know what I mean? They just and, show and then, you less. And
1: then t- what about after? You know, your uh, every everything that happens. Your any motion they make further towards their mouth. You're like, are you good? Are you okay? Right. Oh yeah, everything is just. I'm a little sore. I'll, I'll heal, and you're just like, "Oh God, I'm gonna hear this." <laughs> right. If, if anything goes bad, I'm gonna hear this for the rest of my life. <laughs> te-
0: yeah, you know, I'm telling you, I had, a, I did a filling on my wife one time. One time. Notice I said that one time. I would never <laughs> do it again, right? Because she looks at. Because one, one thing is, she looked at the x-ray. She goes, "Eh, it's okay." And I said, like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and it could, it could, it could be better. I mean, you can see that there's a void right here, and I mean, I would. So I said, "All right, you know what?" Went back into the chair. Got her numb. Took out what I did, just to put another filling in there. She goes, oh. she goes, eh, the color didn't really match well. I was all right, come on, that's enough. <laughs> I said, that's enough. I'm not the one to cause. I'm not the one to cause this cavity. I'm trying to help you out. You know what I mean? So ever since then, I, I refused. She's like, oh, do you want to do another? I said, no, no, I will never, ever that's, that's, do anything that's on very you. Very
1: funny. No uh, man. I, I have a similar similar experience with my wife, who's also a dentist, who uh, apparently like. When she's in on the other side of, in, of, in the chair, forgets that, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get you numb. And this is what it feels like. Right. She acts as if she has no idea what I'm doing. Okay, what are you going to do next? What are you, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm going to do step by step. We've talked about this. Like, seriously? Okay, okay, just let me breathe. Like, <laughs> come on. I I, I have zero uh, patience for someone who knows exactly. He deals with this every single day. And it still gives me the same hang-up. So, I'm like, I can't. I, right. I'll never do another fit on her as well.
0: Oh, I'm telling you. And, you know, it's funny because I tell patients all the time, you know, hey, this, this injection is going to suck. And I mean, that's like literally I say this every single time. This injection is going to suck because I hate getting needles, right? And then they always say the same thing. Well, how can
1: you who, like… Who does? I've met only one patient. I was like, yeah, yeah, how long is the needle? Oh. oh. Yeah, that's a long one. Oh. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I was like, uh… Oh. I kind of want to refer
0: you out. I'm kind of worried. Something's not right with you. I feel like you get the weirdest patience, man. I do.
1: I, I do. I, I have a very, a very uh, eccentric um, uh, clientele. I would say <laughs> I get a lot of people in the in the downtown area of of different uh, backgrounds. Let's say. So I don't know.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, so um, yeah. Oh, we went to uh, today. I took my, uh, my my wife and my uh, daughter to um, it's Moody Gardens. It's basically an aquarium, right? And, okay. and, you know, it was $30, 30 some dollars to get in, right?
1: Good Lord.
0: Yes. Thank you. Praise him. And I said, huh. Okay. But you know what? In my mind, I'm thinking she's going to learn. She's going to be excited. She's going to see different, you know, aquatic animals. Okay. That's, that's what my mind, in my mind, that's what uh-huh. I'm thinking, right? You know what she actually enjoyed the most? What? Going from bench to bench inside. And then there was this weird hill that they made, like a fake hill that they made to go pet the, uh, uh, stingrays. Did she pet Uh the stingrays? Mm -mm. You know what she did? She walked up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill. (laughs) So for 30 minutes, my wife said, it got to the point where my wife got tired. She sat down. She's like, whatever. I don't care anymore. Right. (laughs) Because she, and, and she has no respect for other people's space. Location, nothing. She just she cuts right in front of you. It's her world. It's her, her world. world. She cuts in front of you, and if you're sitting on a bench, she looks at you like, "What are you doing on my bench?" She did. How she you no. Know, she literally. Out, she was going to another bench, so she's going from like three different benches. And I'm watching this, and, I, and at first it's cute, but after a while it gets annoying. Okay, so I'm like, "All right, come on." I paid for you to come and look at all this aquatic animal, and all you're doing is going from bench to bench. And and some guy sat in one bench, and she's going. She gets to one bench, bench number one, gets to bench number two, and the guy is sitting at bench number three. She gets to bench number three, looks up on her journey there, and looks at this guy and stares and mean mugs the heck out of this guy <laughs> to the point where the guy felt bad and got up off the bench. Oh, no. <laughs> I looked. I said, this is exactly what the rest of my world, my life is going to be, yep. her entitlement.
1: She's just going to be D-boy. <laughs>
0: I've never called a child entitled until today, and it was my own child.
1: Exactly. And so, she's only one year old. Yes. So <laughs> this, this is the, this is the, this is the basement level of entitlement. So she can actually talk and request things verbally to you uh, at at uh, at nauseum.
0: Bro, it was crazy, man. I just said, okay, well, we're never coming back here again.
1: Yeah, that was, Wait, a waste. was that was a waste of really, money. So was it thirty bucks each?
0: It was thirty bucks for my wife and myself because she was free. Right. Oh, okay, so good.
1: really, what, I, I was about to have a conniption. I was like, <laughs> hey, 90 bucks for this experience? I can, I can take you to the park, if, That's and, it. I'll only, and I'll only charge you 60.
0: <laughs> oh, you're too kind. But you know, the funny thing was, I said the same. I said we could have we could have stood outside for her to go through benches, and she's like, "But it's air conditioning." That's my wife's explanation for why I wasted money. <laughs> well, it's air conditioning in here.
1: Go to the mall. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> I was like, at least the mall's free. You know what is I mean? That- <laughs> but but in, in all honesty, I think we would have done more damage at the mall knowing the two people that I was going with. Oh, that, <laughs> so so it might have been cheaper to go to this aquarium.
1: Her, her entitlement, she would have walked in the Gucci store and looked at the, <laughs> at the uh, sales rep there like, you know I'm here. Where's your baby Gucci?
0: Exactly. You know, started pointing to some expensive stuff. I'm like, but what about what about the clearance aisle? hmm And start crying. <laughs> so yes i recommend you not taking any child that's oh that's uh um that's younger than i don't know eight because honestly if you take an eight-year-old and they act a fool you can be like okay you know what you owe me that money back i can't charge (laughs) much i can't charge my child yet i'm actually you you know what
1: you can keep a can, you You know what that's
0: not a bad idea and and she has a little bit of a piggy bank that someone got her i might actually go in there and take it out i'm not gonna lie I said it. You, you, I might well, go and, and, her, and take teach it out. Teach her a valuable lesson. Thank you. Thank taxation. I'm charging her life life skill. I'm charging her thirty three percent. There you go. I'd be, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd, be like you know, I'd be like, you know what? You you, you, did, you you're 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 so you're so uh, entitled. I'm assuming you're rich. So I'm gonna go ahead and charge you thirty three percent. Exactly. You know, shut your mouth before I charge you 40. That's what I'm going to say today. You know, it's funny. I talk so big, but then whenever she comes, I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Relax. This is this was not a waste of my money. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> because you have to work overtime, thanks. So today's episode, please go ahead and let us I know. We thought,
1: we, I, I thought we would talk about, since I, I, I mean, usually we have a guest playing anything, but uh, I kind of want to talk about associate doctors. Right. And being that I'm, uh, I'm an owner doctor. I've employed, uh, some associates through the years, uh, just kind of going over some of the things. Uh, with that, you know. Right. And So uh, sure we have a lot of associate listeners, maybe one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's two. I, I have another person. that. Oh, there we them
1: We're moving things in the right direction. Right. I need them uh, to
0: pay attention, though, because I think today is going to be an eye-opener. And, and next week, what we'll do is we'll bring associates on to basically tell the other half of the story.
1: There we go. That I think that's fair.
0: You know what I mean? So today is your turn to to complain you know, bitch. Whatever you want to do, this is all you. No one else is gonna say anything to you.
1: Well, I mean, let's 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 be honest. Like we all start off as associates, most right. of us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for those that just got out of school and the media are like, "I'm here. I'm gonna buy my own." I mean, good for you. Uh, Daddy didn't leave me that type of money, so. Uh,
0: <laughs> and you're upset. Can
1: you, Can you hear my bitterness already?
0: <laughs> and <Okay>. you're upset. <laughs>
1: No, but, um, you know, as as an associate, you know, what is what is what is dentistry for you? It's a job. It's a lifestyle. You know, you come out of out of school. You're thinking, hey, the world is mine. I'm going to I'm going to get paid a lot of money. I'm gonna uh, work a little bit. I'm gonna have the evenings off, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, enjoy life. I just got out of dealing school. It's time for me to enjoy life, right? Well, I mean, do you, do you remember those feelings, Doctor? Well, yeah,
0: but I mean, in, in all fairness, the reason why they don't have a their own practice is because they chose to say, "Hey, I'm going to not deal with the headache of employing, firing people, uh, dealing with all the problems with your office." You know what I mean? So they want to basically do a nine to five. Hey, after five o'clock, I'm I'm clocking out. I'm leaving. You, you're, I'm still going. I'm going to get paid for my job, right? For my work. And so, what we're going to do is basically talk about it from your point of view, and I'm going to play the devil's advocate. So whatever right. you say, right? I'm going to kind of counter that because I I used to be an associate. I'm going to counter your argument and say, well, this is what I remember. Right, okay. and don't forget. I mean, you can say whatever you want. I mean, you could talk about associates being entitled. You know, you oh, could talk about. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about anything you want because I mean, there. Are, you know, I think now the generations are very different. I really will say that. Like I remember when I came out, I I had a realistic expectation of what I wanted. I was excited. I remember being at the VA hospital and getting paid fifty thousand, and I was like, Oh Jesus, I'm rich. I was there so happy. I was so, right? I think that was the first time I think I went to a nice restaurant instead of the Cheesecake Factory. Go. Cheesecake Factory used to be my nice restaurant. You know what I mean? I had to step that up a little bit, you know? <laughs> uh, so, so, so that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, you know, when you get out to me anyway, back in the day, we had a little bit more realistic expect- expectation. But now you have Instagram. You have these um, Instagram ho doctors and dentists out there that um you know want to put old a doctor's I think doctor. that's what that thing that think, think that's a hashtag out there i don't know i might just make that <laughs> up but <laughs> but they they're out there now and they're showing everything from you know nice rolexes and 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 private jets and stuff and i'm thinking to myself one you are one in a million let's be real the average dentist yeah. what averages now is gone down to from 160 70 to maybe 140 130 you know what I mean? I, uh, it, I can it look it up. It
1: depends on what what city you're you're in. Uh I think it's around like 120 for Utah, which has the most dentists per capita. Oh, well, there uh, you go. I think it's like one one dentist per three people uh there. Uh but no, I mean, honestly, the, like you said, the 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 it's different when you, it's now than it was before, right? There wasn't as many dentists, there wasn't as much competition, but I think some of the things are still the same. Uh, tell, tell me if you disagree. So when I, when I came out I was associate, the first thing I wanted, the first thing I craved was mentorship, right? Right. Right? Yeah. I want to go somewhere where I can learn. Hopefully they let me, you know, I, I hone my skills. I get better. I get faster. I learn a little bit about the business and, you know, maybe this person gives me their practice when they're done with it, right? That, that to me was like going into school and getting ready to come out. That was like, oh, that's kind of what I heard from everybody. Like, yeah, this is my plan. Uh, you know, for the, for the, for I would say a large majority of, of associates coming out, like mentorship so that in the future I can grow, right? Right. I, I, I still feel like that is the biggest thing, but I think that we all have different ideas of what mentorship is. Let me explain. Uh, I, when I came out, I was expecting, okay, to be mentored. Whoever's mentoring me is going to expect a lot from me. Right. Right. They're going to expect me to, you know, bust my ass and learn uh and work hard to get what I'm asking for or get the knowledge that I want. And I'm going to have to spend some extra time l- looking at what they do, following them around, learning from them in order to get those skills. Is, is that is, is that reasonable?
0: So you're saying that this is not happening now?
1: I'm saying it's a little different now. Now it's like I want to be mentored. But I want to be mentored in the most comfortable way, which is for me, which is like, I need you to figure out how to teach me. I need you to give me this. I need you to put it in my head. I need you to make me faster without me trying. Like that, those, that's not mentorship. That's like basically telling, telling someone to like make you better, but there's, but there's nothing in it for them. Like they're, it, it, you have to compromise. You have to meet each other. And, and, and I've had associates that, um, I would say definitely, you know, wanted to learn, were willing to put in the hours, willing to put in the time, and they really looked at it as, okay, this is my craft, I need to learn every day, I'm gonna try to get better. And then I've had others that just look like, well, I said I wanted to get better and I showed up here, so why isn't it happening? Like, uh, and that type of entitlement, this is was a good intro that you, that we started off with, Um, uh, that type of entitlement, it, it stunts their growth, and you see those, associates who jump from office to office basically complaining that they're never getting anything, but what are they really doing different to learn? Like, are they really going hard as they should have been doing in dental school? Like, are they, are they spending extra time on prep? Are they, you know, looking at literature? Are they like shadowing the, you know, the main doc? Are they asking, are they asking the main doc specifically, you know, for things that can help them like, Hey, I'm really bad at oral surgery. Or I'm not as good as I want to be. What do you do to go faster with oral surgery be better? You know, those are the type of things that I would ask when I was trying to be mentored. Um, But I find it now, it's just like, oh, uh, you know, when you ask, okay, what do you want to learn? And they're like, oh, I'm great at everything. (laughs) Oh, you you are? Okay. Okay. Uh, I just want to know how to run it. You know, like, they're so prideful to even tell you what it is they're deficient at. And you know, I mean, it's like you work with somebody for a little while and you can look and say, oh, you know. Yeah, that well, that that a, that a, that a composite took you a couple of hours there, you know. But um, okay, here you want to go over that, like?
0: Well, here, no, here,
1: no, no joke. I've had, I've had, a, I've had an associate that did uh, a occlusal composite for so, two hours.
0: So that's the filling mm-hmm. on top
1: of the tooth. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't, that is the 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 most simple procedure, I guess you could say. Yeah. I'm, okay, I'll say a buckle composite would be number one, right? Right. A uh, clusal composite, and and I looked at the tooth. It wasn't like it should have been something else. It wasn't like a buildup or a core. It was just a, a clusal composite. Literally took them two hours.
0: How long would that have taken you?
1: Uh, with, with only one procedure, it would have taken me ten minutes. Ten minutes, and, and most.
0: And it ten took it took them two hours.
1: Two so hours. okay, so two. well. So I'm saying t- I'm saying ten minutes even give myself some like leeway like all oh, the patients take oh no I don't want to sit now but still ten minutes
0: <laughs> just like that so okay here's a question <laughs> I don't understand where that voice came from but here's a question I have for you ready so last week right when we talked mm-hmm. we basic we basically learned that the requirements in school isn't that much. They come out of school with so little requirement to graduate and to be dentist, right? Uh, yep. It was like seven crowns and and like three dentures and maybe like 50 or 70 uh, fillings, right? Mm-hmm. And the fillings weren't even like, oh, you did one filling. It was like, oh, the more you do, the more surfaces you do, the more points you get or something like that, right? Yeah. So, again, do you think that it's the associate's problem or ego or do you think it's the – dental schools issue that these people are coming out not being prepared and it's taking them two
1: hours to do a filling i mean i think it's a little bit of both i I mean honestly we we can sugarcoat it but these dental schools are getting over and i mean it's kind of what it's become the norm like they're getting paid exponentially more than what they they used to be getting paid right um and the product that they're giving the public the amount of requirement is going down because they don't have the staff that actually wants to uh judge these things like the, I don't know where the money is going to be completely honest right um because the amount they pay in tuition and the amount that faculty are paid there's a wide chasm in between there <laughs> like you, you know like I I would love to be uh, a professor and go back and, and give back but honestly like that's something I see doing when I have uh, a little bit more of a cushion you know? Uh when I don't need money and I just can do this for for fun. Right. Um uh, because it's not it's not it's not viable with the amount of, of debt we have and uh it's just with the with the lower requirements they're they're not being held to the same type of of rigor, you know, they're not getting a lot of uh at bat as a metaphor, you know. But well we're so expecting them to be to be great to be great clinicians coming out and it's just not gonna happen that way.
0: Whenever we were um in school, right? Uh, instructors that would beat us up. I mean, literally beat us up, not physically beat us up, but mentally beat us up. Um, oh, yeah. mentally beat us up, um, to say, Hey, you got to get better at this. You're not that good at this. You need yeah. to improve this. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And unfortunately,
1: the the, the, the the first prep I showed my professor, he said, maybe this is not for you. <laughs> you know, straight <laughs> the, up, straight up. and, they, uh, and I can see that now, like I believe if someone said that, they might they might be an HR issue. They might right. be, they might be fired on the spot. And like, and so like that how dare you say that to somebody, uh, you know, that was trying. I, so, I don't know.
0: So are you saying that, you know, these kids are soft?
1: I I mean I can't I can't I can't speak for everyone's uh education program. Every school is different. All I know is my education experience was very much um uh, there was no punches held about uh quality of work Right. Uh, speed of work or like where on the totem pole that i really was like you know they the teachers would see us in there practicing and trying and trying and trying and you could spend your whole period or the whole week doing something and you'd be really you know i remember my first uh time i set teeth and i went to the prosto department and i'm like oh man i spent all weekend just setting these teeth i didn't go out didn't do anything i'm like uh set them reset them set them reset them i'm like you know what this is this is great. I, I, this is gonna be so good. She's gonna see this, and you know it's just gonna be great. She's gonna give me an attaboy. You know, like I worked so hard. She looked at it, literally looked at my teeth for five minutes. Found one thing she didn't want, took them all out. Oh. She said start again, and I'm like, but it took me all weekend. She's like, well, you should use your time more wisely. <laughs> That's literally what she said. And so, so what did I? What did I do? I took. I had a mini meltdown, of course. I said a few choice words to my, under my breath to myself. Uh, but then I went right back at it, you know, uh, and did it again. Okay. And, it, you know, is that constantly feeling like you can be better. That, that was, and, and, and when, you know, graduation comes and, you know, you're actually going to be matriculating, you're going to be passed, those same professors, you know, they'll be honest with you. Yeah, it wasn't the worst case I've ever seen. You did actually a pretty good job, but I wasn't going to tell you that on your first attempt so that you think you have it down, I need you to practice more. This is your career. You're going to be doing this forever, and people are going to be dependent on you to give them the best. So why am I going to build up your ego right now when you're at the beginning of your career? Like, Okay. Well, here. I have to
0: respect. But here, so are you saying that associates that you've worked with have egos? Oh,
1: uh, yes. Everyone has
0: an ego, but. No, no, I'm talking about to that level where they don't think they need to improve
1: i I'll say it like this. The associates that I've seen, um, I would say uh more than half of them, even fresh out of school, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk, I've had associates that have more experience and so they were different. they were, they were more uh they had a, a better kind of gauge, but associates fresh out of school, applying or interviewing or you know, that I've I've worked with or seen, yes, they are very entitled and very um uh, they're very un- un- uncognizant of their own skills or where they're at. Okay. Um, I I had an associate that had never worked a day in his life. They came to me and basically told me that um, if he was to work for me, that he wanted to do nothing but full mouth rehab, and that he wanted all of the cases that were that were mine to be transferred to him because that's what he wanted to specialize in. So I said, oh, that's great. He must to do a lot. Oh yeah, I did a lot of cases when I was in school. Okay. How many? All oh, about four or five? Oh, so you did the whole case? And I'm like, wow, man, that's that's awesome. You must have been like the one at your school. Oh no, I did it with faculty and also, th- oh, but how many cases did you do completely on your own where no one else touched them? Oh no, I all the cases were built. so you've never done a case before. <laughs> and you're telling me you want my cases uh from day one and this is your first day as a dentist? Yeah, that's not happening. But he said it with such like arrogance like Oh no, this is what I I do. I'm I'm the man. I'm, I'm here now. I'm okay. like oh, so crossbow residency? You did that? You must have just no. I've never done that. Oh, right. Okay, so you know specialty training after school. You know, I mean uh an uh, 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 agd program like what did oh no no I was just I was just born I was just I'm just gifted to do this. Okay, I'm just better. Well, oh, okay. What I'm about what about what
0: about what's it called? What about um money? Right. Because a lot of the issues that I hear from associates is, look, I'm not getting paid enough to make a living because I have to pay my student loans off. I want to, you know, live the life that I thought I was going to get. Talk about okay. that. Um,
1: well, for me, when I went to school and, um, I, I took out loans for school, the whole time, there was very, very little talk about how much money am I actually taking out? How, what is that actually going to be? How much money am I actually going to have to pay back? For the amount I'm taking out now, and what will that money do? It was always don't worry about the money. You're gonna you're gonna make so much money. you it's gonna be so easy for you to pay back.
0: Right, don't but the, but the they're money. not though. So that's what I'm saying. So what do you? I mean, what do you? How do you justify, or at least tell the associates who aren't making anything? They're not making much. What they thought I, they were gonna make.
1: If 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 I was to go to a dental school and talk to or, or any associates that's listening, it's the we have to break this stereotype that. You know, as soon as you get out the, the the world is gonna give you money as a dentist. It's not. You have to really work hard to make that average amount. I mean there's some practices that I'm sure you can walk in and you know, if you have the right connections and make a decent but as an associate, you know, you gotta realize there's a lot of competition out there. Um, you know, the the, the dental age for retirement, I think when I came out uh in two thousand ten was you know, uh it, it went up like 7%, like basically 7% of the dentists that were scheduled to retire didn't retire because they hadn't met their financial goals yet. So they stayed in at the competition level, right? And that number is only like grown. I, I know dentists aren't retiring like they used to, you right? You know, well, but I mean, you still
0: haven't really answered anything. I mean, how do you oh, how okay. do you get associates to? Ma- <laughs> no, it's true, right? How do you get associates uh, to to make a living, right? Because in their mind, so let's just say hard. that they have to spend work harder. <laughs> they be, have to spend two thousand. Be
1: available. I'm being serious. Like uh, okay, don't like if if someone's asking you to work Saturdays, work Saturdays. Uh. Someone's. Do 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 everything that you would do in dental school to get by. Like, do the extra work. It's it's as it's simple as put. If you're expecting to go somewhere and just everything be handed to you, go to a Medicaid clinic. Like, this let's be real. Like, go to somewhere where you don't have to, where patients don't pay their their own bills and the government is doing it, so that it doesn't matter what you say to them or what you can work uh, as much as you want and you'll get a lot of practice that way. And I'm and I'm very, and I really believe that. Like, I think it's a good thing for associates to start out in a medicating practice because that's probably the only place they're going to get the, what they think they're going to make straight out of the gate. Okay. And they're going to get a lot of practice.
0: So, so how do associates get paid?
1: Associates, uh, I mean, it depends on, it, it depends on what, what, uh, what, what environment they're working. If they're working in a corporate, uh, setting, which the majority of them are doing fresh out of school uh it's going to be on compensation it's going to be on what they produce so what they, produce, they produce so like produce a less, percentage yeah
0: right but then at the beginning to this or guarantee right do you you know basically guarantee have a guarantee right mm-hmm. a guarantee that hey no matter what you do if you you know do more or less most of the time you'll get paid so uh that guarantee would be like maybe uh, i don't know $500 a day 400 whatever it may be that at the end of the day you're going to get that $500
1: Right? Do you, do you think? Do I? Yeah. That's, that's, basi- that's I mean,
0: that's basically what uh, some of the guarantees that I know of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you feel like that guarantee pr- allows the associate to not work as hard or work harder to do to get more than that guarantee?
1: The, that that guarantee basically allows the associate to work as little as they want. They never. It's never a push. So
0: that's what you've and seen.
1: Comp- no, that's that's the truth. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been an associate. When, when I saw, oh, I have a guaranteed contract, this oh, that's, that sounds perfect. I don't really need to work. Like, it fits it, it's into this whole mind frame that, you know, it's just going to be given to me. But as soon as that guarantee is up, and then it's like, oh, well, now I need to, to make more. I don't really know how to because I haven't been pushing myself, you know? And so, so I can do one of two things. I can go to another place where they don't know me and they'll give me another guarantee. And and there's a lot of docs who do that. Just I call them guarantee hunters, you know?
0: Oh, they just, just go jump from, from place
1: to place. Wow.
0: So what's what's the average uh time span uh, that a that an associate stays in an office,
1: you think? Uh that I mean that was very hard to I mean uh I, I would probably say a year. A year? Yeah. I'd a, probably say the average but that and that's not, not me looking up numbers or anything. That's just my... I, I think it would be somewhere around a year.
0: And why do you think that is? I because the guarantee a, ran out or...
1: Usually a guarantee would will be, will be between uh, three to six months in my experience, like in different places. like right. Usually six months is kind of the norm. Maybe it's getting... Uh, I, I think a lot of places are realizing that a lot of associates are doing this and so they're cutting it back to like three months. But... um Yeah, so you would say figure for the first six months they're on guarantee. You're basically giving the doctor a chance to ramp up and see how good of a provider they are. Um, But if the associate is that whole six months is not trying to push themselves and they're waiting until they get off guarantee to push themselves, a lot of times either they can't because they don't have the hand skills to like take that next step or they don't know, you know, how to close cases or, or whatever it is, um, or how to like, you know, time management. Um, it's, it's just not gonna work. They're gonna wind up getting frustrated when their paycheck goes down, uh, a lot. And they're gonna be like, why am I doing this? I'm so stressed. It's so, uh, that's what I get from, it. it's so stressful now. And the issue is just because, you, you know, they didn't do the proper step ahead of time to get them in the place that, that, that would make it comfortable for them once the guarantee is off.
0: Gotcha. And so here's yeah. the last part, right? Uh, firing or terminating or separating ways with your associate. What do you uh-huh. think? What do you think is the the number one reason why uh, associates are either fired, terminated, or leave?
1: It's, it's over money, one hundred percent of the time. But with, in my experience, right, I, I'm just I'm just being like I've never I've been blessed to have the actual associates that I actually work with. Um, I would say I've gotten along with with the majority of them. We never had a problem of, of crashing ahead or nothing like that. So the environment wasn't the issue. It was usually just came down to Hey, I need to make a certain amount of money. This is what I'm expecting to make. This is how much money I need to pay my bills and loans and all that. That's really what it comes down to and if they feel like they can't make it, then they're gonna look for somewhere where they can and i mean that's that's completely that's that should be anybody's mentality honestly like that's my mentality If I have a family to feed if baby's got to eat, so I gotta work you know I gotta get this so I totally understand that.
0: And so with that being said, do you blame them that they are leaving for that reason? Or, and, and what can you tell them to basically help them out? Any, this is advice for, from an owner doctor to, to associates. What, what advice would you give them? And we'll
1: end here. My advice would be the, the most successful associates never want to be on the guarantee. They look at the, look at the guarantee as something that, if your guarantee is six months, you should be looking at it as, I want to be. I want to. I want to be getting more than this guarantee within the first three. I want to act as if it's month number one. Like I don't have a guarantee, and I always want to look at what my paycheck would be if I didn't get that guarantee that month, because I think that's the biggest issue. Is that the the associate that doesn't seem to care, or I mean, like I, they they just oh the, well I got paid and it was good, so I, I'm not even going to worry about it. No, go back and see what the difference would be from what you would have made if you weren't on the guarantee. And if that difference is shocking to you, know that you need to work harder, know that, that that's a problem, you know? Um, Because then when you're off the guarantee, you won't be shocked. You'll already be ahead of it. And honestly, you already know like, Hey, I think I can do this or I don't think I can do it. And you'll be able to, to work with the, the owner or the, or the lead doctor to figure out ways that you can, get more compensation or, or be more happy or whatever it is long before your guarantee runs up. The guarantee is basically supposed to give you like a a runway, a a chance to get used to the practice, used to the patient, used to the flow, the workflow. And, and so by the time you reach that time, when the guarantee is off, you're already established. You already have patients that know you, you already have a way you do work and you already have a, a way that's successful. But, when you look at the guarantee is just, Oh, this is like time off. Like I just come to work and I clock out and I don't really care about what happens in between. And then when the guarantee is up, it's just like a rude awakening. It's just like, wait, what? Like, (laughs) Oh, you mean, you mean there were like that? I I didn't make as much as I thought I was making. No, you didn't, you didn't produce as much as you thought you were. And so that's why you're not being compensated what you were before. Okay.
0: Okay, well, man, this is actually pretty good. I hope that associates um honestly listen to this, and what I would love to do would be to have like I'm not sure if it's your associate or anybody you know sit down and 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 talk to an owner dog, so it be basically both that you guys kind of go back and forth that that's my dream you know <laughs> you know what I mean? be like jerry, jerry yeah jerry springer style you know what i mean but uh but i think this is good and, and like i said next week we'll basically uh talk to an associate to kind of get their point of view and say hey as a new associate or as an associate what do you think you know how do we improve all this you know what i mean so yeah man but thank okay. you very much i think this was great man i really do i hope that people enjoyed this and learned a good amount and we'll go from there all right
1: all right, man.
0: All right, brother. Well, we'll talk.
1: Enjoy your guys' weekend. We'll talk to you later. Yes, sir.
0: Enjoy. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentistwithans at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist, with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.